Hello everyone, welcome to the Elevate Your Soul podcast. Today I am continuing the series for Ayurveda and today I'm going to dive into more on the doshas and exercise that fits best for each dosha. So if this is your first time listening to an episode on Ayurveda, I highly recommend going back and listening to my first episode on Ayurveda and my second episode on Ayurveda and so forth so you can get a better understanding of what I'm about to go over with you guys today. So once you have found out which dosha you are, which you should know if you're going to listen to this episode, so that you know which exercise suits best for you and how to apply this knowledge to your own life and also help others out in your life, potentially help them out and let them know which exercise is best for their body type and their prakriti or their vikriti, which dosha they are born naturally or which dosha they are currently having a lot of energy of at the moment. So before I get into specifics on which exercise is best for which dosha, I want to first of all say that whichever dosha you are or have most energy of in your body, you are going to be drawn most towards that. So people who are very vata will be drawn towards movements in their body or exercises for their body that create more vata energy and that are in the element of air and ether, for example. And then the pitta will be drawn towards exercise that creates more fire in their body and the kaphas will be more drawn towards exercise and movements that create more kapha, more of this earth element in their body. So I'm sure you've heard this saying, oh, that person's so in their element right now. That simply means that the element that you see in that person and the movement or the action that that person is doing or the behavior they're doing is in that same element. It is in alignment. And that is why certain doshas are drawn to certain exercises. It's just the law of like attracts like, right? So vatas love doing exercise that creates more vata, pittas more pittas, kaphas more kaphas. And that is when we are truly in our natural element. Like literally we are in our element and that is why it feels so good. That's why we're drawn towards it. And that's why we're actually really, really good at it as well. But it is so important that we incorporate these other movements into our lives and with our physical body so that we can create an equal balance and equilibrium within all of the elements and the energies within our bodies because we do not want an imbalance and an imbalance simply means way too much of one dosha and especially the shadow side of that dosha and that's what tends to happen is you will see the shadow sides of all of these doshas come up when you have more and more of them so it is important to balance out those doshas find equilibrium within the physical body and then through the physical body that also manifests in energy in your aura and your energy field as well so it's important to find balance in all of that and we can do that with the help of the way we move our bodies so that's why i created this episode and that's what this episode is about. So I'm first going to start with the vata dosha. Now people who are born with a vata dosha being their primary dosha 
are naturally drawn to, love to, and are very good at moving fast pace. They naturally have a lot of fast twitch muscle fibers in their bodies, which means that they're really good at speed, they're really good at moving fast, but their muscles fatigue the quickest out of all the doshas. Vatas are drawn towards quick moving workouts such as cardio, dance, spin classes or biking really fast and running. So vatas naturally love just this quick, quick pace and they're really, you know, they're naturally really good at it. So in saying that, when a vata has too much of this, this drives up more vata energy in their body. They'll, that creates more wind, more air, more ether within their body and in their system, which can lead to an imbalance and you'll have way too much vata and ayurveda and the doshas is all about balance and finding equilibrium within the body so you don't want too much vata in the body you don't want too much of one element especially the shadow side of this element so in order to balance out those energies the vata will need more pitta and more kapha moving exercises in their body to find equilibrium so if you are a vata pitta it is really good to have kapha inducing exercises and if you are vata kapha it is possibly really good for you to have pitta inducing exercises so in saying that in order to balance out the amount of vata you have if this is your natural born constitution or if this is currently your vikriti the energy you contain most of at the moment it is like medicine for your body and medicine for your soul to balance that out with workouts that induce the other doshas so good movements for the body being predominantly vata would be slow and steady movements, strength and weight training. Balance poses are also really, really good because vatas tend to have a weak skeletal system. So it's good to get those bones strong, get the joints activated and working. And it also quiets the mind because you cannot focus on anything else when you are in a balanced pose. You really need to be present. You really need to be in the moment. And vatas tend to have this really overworked mind, monkey brain. They're constantly thinking. They're anxious. They're worrying about the future. So it is really important for vatas to slow down the mind. And when we're doing balanced poses in a yoga class, for example, this really helps our mind as well as the weak bones that a vata has and the weak joints so this is really 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 good for vatas rest days are really important for vatas and to keep hydrated because vata's element is air and ether and there is no water in there so vatas tend to drink the most or they should be the ones to drink the most out of all the doshas so if they're working out if they're sweating if they're getting their body moving if they're getting hot it is really 
it is the most important for the vatas to drink lots and lots of water while they are working out. So all these types of workouts that I just said are like medicine to the body. So vatas need to learn overall to slow down, relax. It doesn't mean they need to rest in bed all day. It just means that when it comes to exercise, instead of going to the things they're usually drawn to, all these fast-paced movements, you know, that makes them create more vata energy in their bodies, such as spin classes and dancing and cardio, it is good for them to have slow and steady movements within the body. So yin yoga classes, some strength training, balance poses, rest days, and keep hydrated. Very important for the vatas. Now, moving on to the pitta dosha. Pittas are naturally good at, are drawn to, and absolutely love pushing their bodies to the limit when it comes to exercise. They love high-intensity training, such as boot camps, HIIT training, CrossFit, boxing. They love hitting things. As we know, pitta is fire. They had a lot of aggression, anger within their body. So boxing and actually being able to hit something physically is really, really good for the pittas. It lets out their steam, but it also creates more of this pitta fire energy within their body, right? Like a cra- like attracts like. Pittas are also very, very competitive and they just love moving their bodies till they can literally feel the burn, the fire people. So medicine, movement, can be medicine. So exercises that are really good to balance out the amount of fire energy that these pitta people contain, whether it's your prakriti or your vikriti, it's really good to counteract that energy with some inner peace. You want to lower that flame a bit. You want to create some calmness and just less intensity in the body and less irritability in the body overall. So movements that are really good for pitta doshas would be non-competitive workouts and non-competitive sports. You want to get into the body and out of the mind. You really, really want to channel that mind inwards and not focus on what's going on around you or who you're competing against or if you're better than someone else. Yin yoga is really good for pittas. Pilates because that's giving you that chance to have that workout, have a little bit of that burning sensation that pittas love, but also working on the breath, working on the mind and slowing, having a slower pace in general. Meditation is really, really good for pittas. They're good at being in the present moment better than any other dosha. So meditation is great for pittas and so healing for their overall body. Swimming, like gentle swimming in cooler waters is really good. Pittas tend to get overheated and really hot, hence their element is fire. Working out in a cold environment is really important for pittas, so they're drawn more towards this heat, like things that create more pitta energy within their bodies. So people who are pittas tend to love Bikram yoga and hot yoga, not all pittas, but a lot of them tend to be more drawn towards that. But it's actually really important and really good for pittas to work out in cooler and colder climates. It is also really good for pittas to stretch their body because they love working out and pushing their bodies to the max. It is really important that they get those tight muscles a bit loosened and just tightness in general, I guess that relates a lot to the pitta energy, um, which creates a lot of irritability and tension. So you want to release a lot of that for the pitta. So stretching is really, really good for the pitta dosha. Last but not least, we have our beautiful lush kaphas. 
Kofidoshas are naturally good at love and are drawn to slow and steady movement, and they are less drawn to exercise or the gym in general. They have the highest endurance and can tolerate the longest duration of all the doshas. I'll repeat that again. Kaphas have the highest endurance and can tolerate the longest duration out of all the doshas. So kaphas, stop being afraid to exercise. You guys have so much stamina and so much power. Kaphas tend to be drawn to steady weight training, leisurely walks, gentle swims, and it's a real struggle for them to get up and find the motivation to go in the gym in the first place because they are just less drawn to work out and especially these high-intensity training. But in saying that, we don't want too much kapha energy. So someone who is a kapha will need more vata and pitta energy in their body. So whether you are a kapha vata or a kapha pitta, you want more exercises that will create more pitta or more vata energy in your body. So medicine, movement that is medicine for the kapha dosha would be things like cardio, fast moving, fast paced workouts, HIIT training, spin classes, running, and racing. So all of these kind of things that were not so good for the other doshas are actually really good for kaphas, and it is really hard for them to get motivated to do these things. But when a kapha starts doing this energy, they might take a long time to warm up. They might feel very stiff, fatigued, tired, and drained in the beginning of a workout, and it takes them the longest to actually warm up to the workout. They may take 20 to 30 to even 40 minutes, but they have the longest endurance of all the doshas. So their workouts can, if they want to, tend to be a lot longer than the other ones. And that is why it works out because it takes the longest for them to warm up. So it's really important for kavas to push through that initial stage of their workout where they're feeling heavy and drained and tired because the more they work out and the more they stick to it the more they will find this uplifting energy and once they complete the workout it'll leave them feeling much lighter um, clearer in the mind and just a lot more energetic in the body in general Um, which is completely different from the vata dosha because when vatas they're so drawn to these quick moving intense workouts but when they have too much of that at the end of their workout they'll end up feeling completely drained and exhausted and fatigued but sometimes that can actually because you're doing those vata movements it'll actually create more vata energy within the body and then create more anxiety and more tension and you'll not be able to sit still although your body is overtired so it is really important to find which dosha you actually are because they all work completely differently all three of the doshas so it is important that you don't diagnose yourself with the wrong dosha and then apply these workouts and apply all the different food types to a dosha that isn't really your main dosha. So it is important to make sure that you know which dosha you are. If you're unsure of this, it is good. Just see any Ayurveda practitioner. You can also contact me over Instagram or Facebook, and I'd be happy to discuss with you which dosha you may be, whether it's your Prakriti or your Vikriti, which simply means 
your natural born constitution, which dosha you have more of naturally, which you which is always the same for your whole life and will never change, or which is your vikriti, which is which phase you're in right now in life and which dosha and energy you might just have more of right now, but isn't necessarily your natural born constitution. So it's really important to figure all of that out. I hope I haven't lost all of you. This is confusing and complex stuff. That's why I'm breaking it into different episodes. I hope you guys understood and found this episode helpful and useful. I would love to hear from you. If you're wanting any questions on Ayurveda or these workouts, please shout out and send me a message on social media. And I will see you guys on the next episode. I hope you have an amazing day and amazing week ahead of you. Bye.